But I, I do believe that on all, in all camps, whether you're reformed or not, whether you're, you believe in preaching on the street corner, you believe in quiet discipleship, um, this book does flesh out the truths of scripture in a way, and um, not to puff you up, but you know, I, I've read a lot of Piper and John MacArthur, and they're all wonderful books. You know, Desiring God is an awesome resource. Um, don't yeah, don't is. waste your life. Um, and they're all good resources. I've used them. I recommend them. Um, but when you read a book like this, and I can get to chapter five within, you know, a day and a half of just random reading mm-hmm. and remember what I read. And that's that's a kudos to you as as an author, you know, take take the importance, self-importance out of it and just the words on the page, um, they read well. And I think that's the most important thing that you want to hear as an author is that it makes sense. Oh, definitely. And I had some great editors in, involved and just some, some great input that helped me sharpen these words. But uh, back to, to what you were saying about um, theological camps where you are reading this book, that is also something I, I tried to be pretty intentional about. And I have had just some really great encouragement and feedback from young people who <laughs> disagree with me about certain certain things mm-hmm. um young people who are reformed young people who are not reformed uh all who have kind of said hey you know maybe i do disagree with the way that you said this but i i really appreciated this book and i tried to be intentional about avoiding certain terms that would alienate readers or just confuse young people who aren't familiar with that yes. and even though i i obviously have convictions and uh beliefs i i wanted to just be be right in a way that would encourage the most people without un uh, like alienating people unnecessarily. I guess. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we we all have convictions, and there is a time to make a point. Yes. You know, and and any ministry leader of any kind has to always put their discernment cap on. Mm. And yeah, and if you if you do anything in sort of an ecumenical environment, you know, cross functional, you know, a Pentecostal yeah. and a Baptist and a Presbyterian together, um, yeah, you you don't talk about tongues, you don't talk about you know <laughs> baptizing babies, and you you know, <laughs> so what is the core? And the core is the gospel, the good news, yeah. and you and you actually describe that and define it, which is great.